welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. You are about to hear a very special three-part series about my adventures through DragCon UK 2023. I had such an incredible time in London, and I can't wait to share this episode with you. I recorded the majority of the interviews on the floor of the Excel Center, so if you hear some loud noises in the background, well, that's the DragCon experience for you. And I'm so amped to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Amped Accessories. Amped Accessories is a Canadian-based LGBTQ plus jewelry and accessories brand worn by some of your favorite Rue girls from Nikki Doll to Brooklyn Heights to Rita Vega. They are the fabulous creator of the crown and scepters found on Canada's Drag Race and Canada vs. the World. Visit ampedaccessories.ca for my favorite jewels on the planet. Follow them on Instagram at Amped Accessories and buy them in person at DragCon UK, LA, and wherever they go to next. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. DragCon UK with the one and only Jasmine Kennedy. How are you? Hi, Michael. I'm doing good. Long time no see. I know. It's incredible to see you have so much success. How does it feel? I've been seeing this whole year, you know, has brought so much to my life that I don't think yeah. I could have ever imagined. I think, you know, growing up, I never thought I could achieve what I have done in the last year, you know, with Vegas Live and doing a tour and, you know, going to the Emmys. I think overall, I would never been the way I am without Drag Race. Yeah, it's been special for me to watch your journey because I've seen you since yeah. you since were... Since 19. You interviewed yeah. me my first interview was at 19, yeah. At DragCon. And I was lying at my age at that time. Yep. I was like, yeah, I'm 22 in New York City. I remember messaging yeah. you being like, take your um, age off your Facebook, oh, please. Yeah. Because I also, too, like, I also, if anybody knows Jasmine Rice of Asia, she had this photo of me saved in her photos of my graduation photo and she waited until I turned 21. It was like, just so you know, I had this the entire time and I never was that girl. <laughs> I said, no, you're not. You're my girl. I love her. But yeah. Well, I want to tell you that for the Block Talk Drag Race End of the Year Awards, uh, you were nominated for um, one of the most iconic moments oh. and you came in third. It was you and uh, Bosco having Our your moment. talk during yes. your talks. Oh, well, I'll take third. Um, I never won a placement in my season, so I'll take third. <laughs> um, it was a really special moment and a really important moment, not only for you and the rest of the cast, but for so many viewers yeah have you heard from the viewers about that yes literally my last track conference all my me and greets were just about you know kids or you know adults that are just coming into their identity and things like that and it's been a very um impactful and like meaningful thing to me to like even though i wasn't necessarily ready at the time to come out when i did and i didn't realize what that did was going to help so many other people absolutely you know and i think that is the biggest thing I'm still processing. I still haven't, I've realized with coming over here how much it affects people because you know you only hear from US, you're like, oh, sure. you're in the United States, no one really like knows, like they know you. Mm-hmm. But then when you come across to a different country and people are still saying the same things, it just really shows you what you've done in the community. And I'm Absolutely. very appreciative of everyone. Thank you for all that you've done for me. We're here in the UK. Who are you excited to meet? Oh my God, I'm trying to think. I got to meet, um, who was it? Who did we hang out with a couple days ago? We hang out with some girls. I forgot. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be completely honest. I've just been, I've been looking. Oh, no, no, I know exactly who. Dakota. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have a panel together. I- 
love that I just blinked there. But no, Dakota, I'm next to Pepper, who's super excited to meet as well, because she her reveal on her season was amazing for her entrance. Um, and just, you know, getting to... Because, like, a lot of us also have a... It's like a root curse, where, like, once you get on, you, like, stop watching. And everybody's like, what season, what year, and what franchise, so we all could like, remember each other. It's pretty funny. Now... Season 15 mm -hmm. debuts tonight. Yeah. There are a couple New York girls. Yeah. Any advice to your new sisters? Um, don't say you're the New York City queen. Uh, that would be your detriment. Uh, also, I would say don't make comments on the season until the season is over and let the storyline play through. All right. Don't try to create your own narrative on social media the world will let it happen itself naturally. Amazing. Yeah. Well, it's so good seeing you. So Congrats good. on all your success, and I'll see you around DragCon. Thank you for having me be your first. I love you. Thank you so much. Of course. Okay. Now, before we get to the next two interviews, y'all, technology is hard. We had some recording issues with my interviews with Cheddar Gorgeous and Ellie Diamond, and I sadly was unable to go back to chat with them as they were so busy all weekend long. I salvaged what I could, so please pretend that the audio quality isn't as bad as it is. Hopefully they will both be in LA and I can share with you a fresh new chat. But for now, let's get to Cheddar Gorgeous and Ellie Diamond. talk about systemic oppression, Cheddar. Don't do it. I am here with the incomparable Cheddar Gorgeous. How are you? Incomparable? Is that the same as in times how I feel? Um, you had an incredible season. Congratulations on everything. How does it feel to be here at DragCon as a Rue girl? Oh, thank you very, very much. Well, as you, as you point out, it's not my first time at DragCon. Mm -hmm. I was here during 2020 mm -hmm. as a Drag SOS girl. Mm -hmm. um, and it feels quite special. It yeah. does feel like being part of something. And yeah, I, I'm so very grateful for the time I had on the show. Are you excited to meet anyone here? Any of the international queens that you haven't met yet? Do you know, Chelsea boy, who's literally two doors down mm -hmm. in that direction, yeah. I am so excited to meet. But yeah. honestly, like, I want to try, it's impossible. Of course. It's so impossible for any of the queens actually to get to go and meet one another. They'd almost blocked that off. I've literally looked at who's on my row. Mm -hmm. Like Ellie, I know, she's based in Manchester. I can see her all the time. Right. Ginny Lemon, oh, I see her every day. But like people like Chelsea Boy and like I mean, some of the some of the smaller franchises, I think they're the really exciting people. Yeah. Well Chelsea Boy is known for incredible looks. Oh my word. Well, do you think? Because I don't think that I was given proper credit. What was really special and important is you had a purpose and a story behind every single look. Thank you for your awareness. But that is, for me, what drag has always been about. Do you know what I mean? It is a wonderful, amazing theatrical collage art in which we are able to tell sometimes quite simple and fun stories, mm -hmm. but also sometimes quite deep and quite complex stories. And I think all drag, whatever form it comes, no matter who's doing it, is doing that really quite exciting, complex Absolutely. Thing. And we don't often give drag the credit that it's due for doing that. Absolutely. Do you have a favorite look? Of mine? Of yours? Well, there's a little one that I do where I dress up as a mushroom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and maybe if you hang around long enough this weekend, you'll get to see it. Alright, I'll definitely have to come back and see What's next for Cheddar? Do you know, I'm, I don't even know. I think that I've, I've always been one of those people who's kind of 
uh, sailed through life and taken each wave, not just the waves, as they come. And I'm just really excited to see all the different things that might happen. I've, I've got, might have a little bit of a plan for a book. Amazing. You know, um, and maybe a podcast as well myself. I love that. Coming this way shortly. Uh, but of course, before then, we've got the wonderful tours, both the Voss um, UK tour, right. and I'm also doing a tour in Australia. That's fun. That's wild, isn't it? Well, hopefully you'll come visit us in the States. In the lovely, lovely city of New York. I yes, do please. Too. Thank you so much for chatting. It's an Thank honor to meet you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. We're going to do a photograph. Yes, of course we are. Let's do it. I warned you. I understand if you skip ahead, but please don't be mad. We tried. We really, really did. All right, here's my chat with Ellie Diamond. finally get to meet her it is kitty scott claus how are you michael i'm good thanks how are you doing i'm doing well so this is my first time in london full stop what do i need to do before i leave oh my god well obviously you have to go and just do all the london things mm -hmm. do you know what you need to do you need to go on an open top bus this is the thing right i've lived in london since i was 18 and i've never done any of that stuff and i'm like i really want to go to the tower of london i want someone to take me up the shards not a <laughs> i want to go to like the ice hotels in France and not there but like I want to do all the touristy things I'm like I've, I've missed out on all that so I'd say do all that do all, right. all the things go and see the crown jewels gorgeous um, also go to heaven obviously <laughs> I think go and support some amazing queer venues in absolutely got some incredible venues I, I have to check it out now we're here at Dragon. who are you excited to meet 
everyone. Do you know what I was just saying? It's like seeing all the girls from the different franchises. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, like you see them on their seasons and you see them online, and it's like actually seeing them in the flesh. It's like oh my god, this is so bizarre. Like it's one thing meeting like the UK girls. Like we all know each other anyway. The UK is so small that like when it's like this, we're like all the queens. It's just amazing. So I am an American who adores steps. You got to meet steps. What was it like? The best day of my life. And then the next day, I got to make bloody baby spice. Incredible. No, it was amazing. Do you know what? I remember when that happened, and it, like, it was um, it was H first, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. H walked out onto the steps, and it was like, oh my god, H's on the steps. And then it was Claire, and I was like, the true steps fans know. When steps disbanded, H and mm-hmm. Claire became H and Claire. Um, and so I was like, oh my god, this is so camp that we've got H and Claire. And then like Faye walked out, and Lee, and like, I was like, oh my god, Lisa. It was gonna be so funny. Like there was no room left on the stairs. I was like, they're gonna make Lisa just walk in the door. Like <laughs> so fun. classic Lisa. And then she was just talking to you, wasn't she? But it was amazing. They were incredible. That's a form live one day. Oh, one day I'll come back. Yeah. Now, one thing in the UK that happens is drag queens are celebrated and put on other reality shows. Yeah. What was it like being on? Master Chef. It was amazing. Do you know what? I thought I was going to be on one bloody episode. <laughs> I had one outfit made and I was like, that's it. That's all I need. Because like Bagger had done it before. Bagger mm-hmm. was on one episode, in and out, easy peasy. And so in my head, I was like, right, that's how it'll be. I'll be like the joke acts, blah, 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 blah. But what I think is so brilliant is that like Drag Race is bringing drag to the forefront mm-hmm. and it's bringing like drag to the mainstream and it's allowing people like myself to go on other shows like MasterChef and Honestly, just being in the kitchen with John and Greg. And do you have a dream house. reality show to go on next? Oh, I've got so many. My next, oh, do you know what? I want to go and for, oh, I don't own a hotel, but I want to go and four in a bed. I love four in a bed. I want to go and come down with me now. I can cook a little bit. I want to go on. <laughs> oh, do you know any of them? Any of them, I'll do them all. What's next for Kitty? So I am next appearing in Death Drop, Back in the Habit on tour across the UK. Um, we start next week in Sheffield and then we go all the way through till the end of March. It's amazing. Well, hopefully you'll come visit us in America. Yeah. And we'll hang out in New York. Absolutely. I'll be there, babes. I am here with Drag Race Italia superstar Ava Hangar. How are you? I am very good, thank you. What about you? I'm doing great. This is my first time being really? here. I'm from America, so wow. I'm excited. Always going. Yeah, it's going well. I So I review every single franchise on my podcast. Okay. And I have to say, Drag Race Italia is wild. Yes, you can say that. I, I call it a fever dream of sorts. <laughs> it's still a fever dream. It is. Um, yes. What is it like to now be a part of the Drag Race franchise? It's, you know, I still have to realize it. And something like this event is track on. Started to make me feel as maybe it's true, maybe I'm a Ruger, maybe I was part of Drag Race Italia because it's it's overwhelming, yeah. it's completely overwhelming. People start to recognize you, to ask you things, people start to know things about you that even you don't know. <laughs> How do you know that? So it's it's, it's amazing, it's, it's a fever dream. Is there anyone you're excited to meet while you're here? Yes, of course, all my cousins from Spain. Mm-hmm. And I am not afraid to say one of my favorite Jimbo. Yes. Because we have a lot in common. Absolutely. You we do. have a lot in common, a spirit, you know. And uh, in general, all the all the queens, because uh, I can. I'm. 
after drag race, after my season, I, I, like I start to step by step not to be so much on point in watching all the seasons, all the franchises. So it's good because I can meet them now and then I can watch their seasons yeah. so I can see them live action on TV. Now one of the most iconic moments in season one was your lip sync against Enorma. Okay, yes. Uh, what, was, what was that like? Because for us viewers, it was, it was shocking. Yes, it was shocking. Okay. All the season, uh, there was no, no much time to, to have a kind of a, a way to think that was... A, how do you say that? Because I don't know the word in Italian. It's not the English, the problem. Uh, to rationalize it, you know? Absolutely. But uh, I still think that was unfair. I do too. Because uh, everybody knows now that uh, it was uh, a punishment for blasphemy. Yeah, and it has never happened in any franchise before. I know, but because just in Italy we, we do blasphemy. So yes. But still, uh, I don't know, because for me drag queens are not like... Uh, in rails, you know, mm -hmm. they, don't, they don't have to behave. We are drag queens. Absolutely. So it was so strange. And also the speech that all the judges uh, made for me and the Norma before the lip sync, it was like, like uh, you make us uh, feel ashamed for you. It was... It's drag. It, yes. When we were there, we were. it was like, okay, I have to play it, I, have to, I want to stay, blah, blah, blah. But after, it was painful, to yeah. be honest. More for a Norma. Absolutely. We, we, we confront, uh, we talk about this, and for both of us, it was something really, okay, a choice. Let's say. Now, we got to see you return on season two for a little maxi challenge yes, yes. with your drag daughter. Yes. What was that like? A car accident. <laughs> no, it was really, you know, people ask me, like, but you were angry with the, with with her. I was like, no, no. I was trying to stay on my place mm -hmm. because I do, I didn't want to uh, to be or to overreact because it was her challenge, you right. know. But in the same time, I was feeling that she was confused and somehow she needed help. So I was trying to help her. It was a mess. It, it was a it weird was challenge. A it was a very weird challenge to the watch. The challenge was weird. Yeah. Yes. Well, what is next for Abahangar? What, sorry? What's next for you? I don't know. For now, I try to stay here in my booth. Uh, next, I'm, uh, I, I, I'm organizing a, um, a gig in a night in uh, Florence. That is, is the first queer night in Florence. Amazing. Yes, it's the first queer cabaret because it is a cabaret, the talk and the, the disco night. So I start my own society with uh, with my with, with a partner and uh, we are trying to do events we are trying to do uh, education we are trying to do more things for queer community in italy that's amazing so well, this is it it is an honor to meet you thank you so thank much for you chatting very much. thank you for interviewing me I am here with an international superstar, Anita Wiglet. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I am doing so well. I'm so excited to meet you. Stop it, but keep going. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> we got to see you again this year. Yes. 
cut too short once again. Oh, I'll, Brooklyn Heights, what's wrong with Right? <laughs> and Rue, what, what's wrong with Rue? The, the problem is they both have tastes, that's the problem. No, <laughs> but it is such an incredible opportunity to see you on stage because you represent a really beautiful form of drag. It's it's camp and it's classic. Oh, thank you so much. And, and I, I feel like some people don't appreciate it, but it's so amazing to see you shine. What was it like to be back on Drag Race? Also, I love drag so much. I love, I love drag race. And to be competing again, even though it didn't go particularly well in a competition sense, um, it was just amazing meeting all these superstars that I'd sort of seen. And it was, it was hard for me being in a competition to be the next international superstar because after my season, we were still in lockdown. So I sure. didn't get to do anything. I, I didn't feel like a superstar, but now, because of that show, I, yeah, I've been uh, in the UK for about six weeks. Uh, and I'm having that... I'm becoming the person that I wanted to become as a performer. I will tell you right now, your version of Bonjour High, my absolute favorite. Oh, thank you. It was so good. I agree. It was the best. It really, really, really was. <laughs> now, when it came to competing on Drag Race Down Under, what was it like not only competing against your sister, but one of the competitors from your show? I know. It was wonderful. I wanted to prove that. <laughs> it was a tough dog, which didn't go to play either. But um, it was fine. I think and drag um, will also be individual. And yes, we have similarities. And yes, sometimes we might judge people. Sometimes we might be judged by people. Um, and then when we work together and then we have a competition against each other. But it's all part of the experience, really. Yeah. It was just so enjoyable. And they both did so well. I was so proud of all the things that they achieved. Um, and I think it's just in drag, you can anything and anything in life. You can go through. You can be jealous of people. And you can let that affect you negatively, or you can kind of support people and be inspired by the things they do. And so it's a really fun experience being like that competing against them. So at DragCon LA, one of my questions was asked at the Bring Back My Girls panel, oh, cool. um, but um, they didn't really answer it the proper way. Oh. My question was, what's the difference between an Australian and New Zealand accent? Oh, oh, uh, okay, Australian's more nasal, like, oh, I'm from mm -hmm. Australia, and uh, New Zealand's like, oh, I'm from New Zealand. We're a bit, we're a bit more simple in New Zealand. <laughs> what's next for Anita? What's next for Anita? Uh, probably low jobs, uh, but then, uh, and maybe some lunch. But, um, I'm going to be touring for about six months now, and, uh, and then hopefully longer, and hopefully doing some more TV stuff, and who knows, the sky's the limit, so I'm just going to keep working hard, keep on being myself, and, and we'll see what happens. Amazing. Well, congratulations on all your success. Thank you so much. Lovely to meet you. What you're about to listen to is an interview I did with Larish and Frida Kant from Drag Race Italia. If you hear a mysterious voice in there, well, that's just their translator. Just a heads up. Enjoy. I'm here with Drag Race Italia season one superstars Larish and Frida Kant. How are you? Ah, good, fine. Benissimo, benissimo, ciao. So I review every single episode of every single Drag Race franchise, and I think Drag Race Italia is incredible. Yeah. Um, it was so fun to see Italian drag on screen. How would you describe Italian drag for the listeners? Uh, the, the Italian drag is um, an antico. Okay, un po' antico, un po' ancora arretrato, old school, old school. Però negli ultimi anni, in quest'ultimo anno, dopo Drag Race, eh, ha preso molto piede in Italia, 
e quindi è una cosa che noi apprezziamo tantissimo perché finalmente è riconosciuta proprio come arte, come lavoro. Ha dato una svolta e molte persone si avvicinano a quest'arte, viene riconosciuta tantissimo e apprezzata, cosa che eh, fino a un anno fa questa cosa non era possibile. Eh, ed è tutto molto molto più facile adesso fare Drag, grazie a Drag Race. So, uh, Italian Drag is a little bit of school school, but now after Drag Race people are catching up to it, not only the equipment themselves, but also the public uh, is uh, getting closer to this kind of platform and uh, so it's easier for them to, you know, to work in drag in a wider, with a wider audience than before. Do you have a favorite look from your season that you wore? Uh, my look is the wedding look. For me, wedding look is a look iconic. La sposa vampiro, in cui ho fatto questa pesarano insieme al mio compagno Yuri. È stata un'emozione grandissima, soprattutto condividere un'esperienza così grande con con l'amore della mia vita e rendere partecipa il pubblico di questo grande amore. So for the wish it was the wedding look and for Farida as well and the best part for Farida was that she also got to share it with her partner who love her own life and you know sharing this emotion together was amazing. And Farida was one of the best reveals Drag Race has ever yes. seen. It was so iconic. What's next for both of you? What? Allora, speriamo tanto 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 drag. Eh, sì, spero quello, speriamo di lavorare e portare sempre alta la, la, la bandiera dell'arte drag. Ah, una stagione internazionale sì. sarebbe... sarebbe top. Doing drag in general is always the goal, but you know, also doing international all-stars, as much as the world, it would be amazing. I would love to see you both on the show again. Your art is incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Invitiamo i, chi ci sta ascoltando a seguirci sul nostro canale YouTube Sit With Us. Okay. So their YouTube channel Sit With Us where they review the looks and they're gonna start soon with season with the new season of the main franchise. Amazing! Okay. <laughs> thank you so much for chatting. Thank you, thank you. Here with Drag Race Italia superstar, Miss Congeniality, and pop star Lakeisha Labamba. How are you? Hi, I'm very good to be here in DragCon. I review all of the Drag Race franchises, including Drag Race Italia. What is it like to be a part of the RuPaul family now? You said right. I feel. Uh, I really feel like I'm in a family. We all love each other. We uh, we, we try to stay together. Yes, that's very important for us. I consider, I, I call Drag Race Italia a fever dream. It was a crazy first season. I mean, the first episode, no one went home. I know, I know, I know. And luckily, that was me. Because <laughs> I, wa I was mad if I, if I would go home. I was very mad. How could we eliminate you? It's impossible. Thank you, thank you. Now you won Miss Congeniality. What did that mean to you? It means that um, I can enter the heart of people. You, you say that in English, okay? And uh, people find me funny, and uh, and that's it. I'm very happy of this. Did you end up giving Nalenia the sash? Uh, yes, but I was mad with her. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> what? Who are you most excited to meet here at DragCon? 
really no one because I'm here just to have fun and meet my fans, my followers. Uh, it's just I'm just happy to be here. So you have a lot of music. Any new music on the horizon? Yes, I um, uh, I record Blonder, which is an English version of my single Bionda, and I will perform it here for the first time. Amazing! Yeah, yeah, I'm so happy. Well, thank you so much for chatting. It's an honor meeting you. Thank you, thank you. You're so good. I am here in London. It's Serajin. How Hello, are you? Everyone. Yeah, good. I'm good. Now, this is my first time in Europe. Yeah. Oh, welcome. Thanks. Welcome. And it is, it is, I mean, the weather is, 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 it's a little colder. is different. It's a little colder, but it, it's, it's, it's again, a beautiful feast and party and so colorful. And finally, all these queens from everywhere. Everywhere. Literally everywhere. everywhere. Yes. What is it? And meet all the international queens. So, it's, I, I got to say that I do not know all of them, but mm -hmm. most of them, of course, I'm, I'm a big track. But uh, it's 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 fun to meet them and see them in real life. I'm I've been fangirling myself. Like when we did the runway, I was like, oh, oh, she's here! Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. So it's it's wild and so good to see finding. And everyone. you get to celebrate this with your season two sisters. Yes, they're here, all of mm -hmm. them, and. Yeah, it's it's just one big beautiful sisterhood here. And There's no rivalry. Whose season was better? No, no, well, no, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'm here in London. You've been to London before. What do I have to do? Well, I would say go party because the English know it best how to party. They they are wild. I mean, every time I come back from a tour in the UK and my mom asks me, how was it? I'm like, mom, I don't know. It's one <laughs> big blur. These people, they party from morning till midnight. <laughs> so go party the beautiful city that is yeah, London. I mean, it is, it is impressive. What's next for Serajin? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm working on my theater show. Mm -hmm. I'm touring through in March. Amazing. And that is, that is, that is something it's going to, for me, I've been working on this for two years, so I hope it's going to be the best Tetergene show ever. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for chatting, and so good to see you again. So good to see you, baby. I mean, from L.A. to London. And maybe back to L.A. <laughs> yes, for sure. Oh, my God. Yes, I love L.A. I love you. Thank you, baby. Thank Give you. me a hug. <laughs> I am here with one of my absolute favorites, Gothi Kendall. How are you? Who's that? Never heard from him in my life. <laughs> so we had met very briefly at DragCon New York. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now we're here in the UK. How's life been? Uh, well, there was a pandemic. Um, I'm broke. Uh, my whole family hates me. I've got no friends. So it's been horrible. Amazing. <laughs> what is it like to see all the fans back here in the UK? It's amazing. I mean, we've not done a DragCon since 2020, so to be able to have all the fans around us is, now we have all the international queens here. Is there anyone you're excited to meet for the first time? Georgia's uh, because she's fit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's next for Gothi? What's in the pipeline? Um, so I've got a DJ gig in Scunthorpe, um, and that's it. <laughs> I have to say, you really are one of my absolute favorites. Thank you so much. I hope we get to see you again one day Fingers soon. Fingers crossed. Never know. Fingers crossed. Thank you so much for chatting. Thank you very much. Thank you. I 
Canada's Drag Race Superstar, Scarlett Bobo. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Now, this is your second official time at DragCon? Yeah, second official. What is it like to be here in the UK at DragCon? Well, LA DragCon really ripped it open, really hurt. I feel like the UK has been a lot more gentle on me. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, everyone here is just way more nice. And, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, it's been great. I'm just so excited. Um, got my own little boot together. I am missing Tainomi because Tainomi was my little LA buddy. But it's been super fun and I'm really excited for the rest of the weekend. Is there anyone you're excited to meet because all the international queens are here? Oh my god. Um, I want to meet Sminty because I want to suck Sminty's what? Um, so bad. And I feel like I've like met so many girls over the last like two days setting up that it's been just really out of this world. Um, also, I really, I've met everybody that I wanted to meet, really. That's good. Yeah. It's so funny how I'm always like, oh, hi, it's me, Scarlett. And they go, we know who you are. And I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> now, obviously, Candace Drag Race has blown up Canadian drag on international display. It's really cool because we have Canada's Drag Race, we have Call Me Mother, mm -hmm. and Call Me Mother is more of like uh, like, like a, a newbie kind of drag competition that is out in Canada. And I just think Canada's drag, Canadian drag in general is so good. We work so hard. Some nights we do, we're doing like 18 numbers a night at some bar. And I'm just really excited that finally there's a light shone on, Canada's drag, on Canada drag. Because it's just, we work hard and fucking Canadian girls do better, honey. Canadian girls are party girls. So I, I've told my friends at Amps Accessories that DragCon has to go to Canada. What yes. city should it go to? Toronto. Yeah, it makes sense. And everyone from Toronto is going to hate me because I said Toronto. Because people from Toronto say Toronto. But yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I definitely think Toronto because it's probably like the biggest drag hub city. Other, other than that, I would say Montreal or Vancouver. Nice. What's next for Scarlett? What's next for me? Uh, I got my brand new magazine cover coming out Amazing. today, actually, um, on Addicted Music Magazine. I'm working on my new album. I am working on a tour with Michelle Tracy, uh, Sony ex-Sony music artist, singer extraordinaire, and we're moving to LA, Hollywood, in May. Congratulations! Yeah, so I'm just really ready to fucking party and take over this year. Amazing. Well, it was an honor meeting you. Thank you for chatting. Thank you too. Thanks so much. Block talk. Block talk. Friends, sometimes the app that I use for recording the interviews does wild things and cuts out mere seconds, like my introduction of my next guest. So I'll tell you who it is. It's June Jambalaya. So this is your second drag con. Yes, that was my first. What's the biggest difference you're finding so far? Um, I think the pink carpet was longer because halfway through I got a little winded. It's <laughs> long. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I think LA was wider and London is longer. Yeah, I was. I was like, yeah, a little tired. What is it like being here in London, meeting all of the international queens? Um, it's really like when we did. We had a little meet and greet night, and it's like everyone is in there, like respectable franchises and I it was like weird to meet everyone out of drag so I was like oh wait I don't know you and then like and some of the queens didn't speak English and I'm just mm -hmm. like hi and I was like hi chocolate and I'm like yeah <laughs> what is it like to have that reputation as the it's chocolate girl um but I, if I'm being 
chocolate. I'm chocolate. It's chocolate. Let's run with it. And let's make money off of it. <laughs> well, so on my podcast, Block Talk, we do the Drag Race End of the Year Awards. Mm-hmm. And I am proud to tell you, you are the winner of the meme of the year uh, for its I chocolate. this on my Instagram. So you get a coveted Rue Block Talk badge. Thank you so much. This is, I'm happy to win something this year. <laughs> what is next for June? Um, I recently signed with Bridge, which is a modeling agency here in um, London. So maybe some things of that nature. And still creating you know, my digital content and just loving up the drag. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for chatting. Thank you. Here with the fabulous Angeria. How are you? I am absolutely wonderful. I'm at DreadCon, so I'm doing great. <laughs> Me too. This is my. F- oh, really? Yeah, I've never been before. This is my second time. What were you here for the first time? Um, I was performing at GAY in Heaven. Nice. Yes. What is the difference you're finding from DragCon LA to DragCon UK? I am, so far, I'm finding that when I was at DragCon LA, it was a lot more overwhelming. Like mm-hmm. it, was a, it was my first time, so yeah. here it's a little more uh, laid back and more chill, but, you know, still nice. Like, I love it. I love the way that everything is set up, so yeah, you know. So I was very fortunate to get to see you perform this summer uh, in the Boss uh, Events yes. Tour. Um, did you ever imagine in your career you would be flying in a performance in drag? I did not. And it was my first time ever doing something like that. And I was scared out of my mind the first mm-hmm. time I did it. And then after that, I did it like 30 more times and it was okay. <laughs> it, it was such an incredible number. Uh, it was a disco number and it was, uh-huh. my mom loved it. Because it brought yeah. her so much nostalgia. Is, yeah, and, and the thing is, it's a part of my growing up because those are the songs that my mom and dad had me listening to when I was younger. So I've always been in love with that kind of music. So I was I so excited that. to do that number. So we have a new cast of girls uh, debuting tonight. Debuting tonight. And, you know, we're so caught up with the Dragon mm-hmm. Con stuff. I have to keep remembering that I have to watch that. Me too, because <laughs> I have uh, three friends who have been on the podcast before are going to be on the season. I'm very excited oh, to see wow. them. Yeah. What advice do you have for your new sisters? My advice is to seize the moment and take it all like in take it in like this whole first year is going to be absolutely crazy and busy and you just want to take it in and don't miss a moment because there's just not many opportunities in the world like drag race you know i love that what's next for angeria what's next for angeria is more touring and more tv i love that That's so <laughs> oh amazing. and moving to la ah! congratulations <laughs> thank you well it was an honor chatting with you thank you so much thank you I am here with one of my absolute favorites, Georges. How are you? Oh my God, hello to everybody. I'm feeling peachy. Shocker. Yeah, shocker, right? What's it like being in London for DragCon? Oh my God, I'm having such a good time meeting all the London babes and all the London daddies too. It's been a good, it's been a good trip, honestly. So you were at DragCon LA, now you're here in the UK. Any yeah. differences you're finding? Oh my God, um, honestly? No, honestly, I feel like the love and the attention that we're getting is like all pretty much all the same. Oh, sorry, that pretty much I'm getting like all the same. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, it's been pretty good. Like, I've been enjoying myself so far. Like, 
I was very fortunate to get to see you perform uh, on the Boss Events Tour this summer. Oh, yes. Um, what's it like being able to now tour the world, basically? Oh, my God. Being able to see, like, the whole entire world, like, honestly, it just makes my soul incredibly happy because this is all that I wanted to do when I was, like, a little kid. You know what I mean? So finally getting able to, like, do it, like, professionally and, like, doing what I love, it means, like, the world to Is there me. a favorite city you've been to? Oh, my God. Honestly, Madrid and mm -hmm. in Spain. Oh, my God. It was lit over there in the boys. Ah, everything. Now, obviously, we have all the international queens here. Anyone you're yes. super excited to meet? Oh, my God. Honestly, uh, Envy Peru. That's a bad bitch right there. She's gorgeous, untouchable. And I'm like, Stunning. oh, my God, yes. So tonight is the premiere of season 15. Oh, my God, it is, huh? Any advice to your new sisters? Oh, my God, girl. Uh, fuck the haters. That's all I have to say. Don't listen to the comments. Don't read the comments. Like, girl, at the end of the day, you're on TV and they're not. You know what I mean? They're watching you and you just got to, like, honestly, not give a damn. Honestly. Um, I have a dream. I'm going to say it. I hope one day there's a verse to world season with you, oh, yes. Fierce Delicious, and Marina Summers. Oh, my God. Because that would be the performance to watch. That would be everything. The fans are waiting for that. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. What's next for Georges? Oh, my God. Honestly, I'm going to be in Vegas live. Congratulations. This, yes. Thank you so much. I'm going to be in Vegas live starting January 19th. So I'm going to be there for a full six months. Amazing. So it's going to be so Living in sin. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I'm ready for the heat, I guess. Yes. Thank you so much for chatting. It's Absolutely. an honor to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I'm here with the Manchester mannequin, Sminty Drop. How are you? I'm doing amazing. My balls are sweating, but you know what? We're making it work. And you're looking. I'm wearing myself. It's okay. gorgeous. I had to do it to him. You know, it literally cost me thirty pounds to make this look, and it took me about four hours. It's incredible. And I'm eating the dolls alive. You, you <laughs> certainly are. So this is your first drag con as a Rue girl. What is it like to be here? It's so overwhelming. There's just so much love pouring. I think I'm the kind of person where I always let my inner saboteur get mm -hmm. to me. Like, when I was thinking about it, I was, like, so nervous because I just thought, everyone hates me. They're going to start throwing rocks and tomatoes at me. No one no one cares about me. I'm going to have an empty queue all weekend. Bitch, it's been nonstop. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. You are a fan favorite. You left that season as a super See, fan favorite. I'm quite a humble person, so I always, like, downplay my stardom. But well, I, I, am, I am here to let you know you are. Um, oh, so you. on the podcast, at the end of the year, because I, I watch all of the franchises, we do something called the Block Talk Drag Race End of the Year Awards. Okay. Um, and you won Best Look for the BBC Keeping It 100. Um, so I am here to give you a coveted Rue Block Talk oh, badge. Oh my god, the Con only badge I've ever worn. Congratulations. Thank you so much, I'm going to wear it with um, pride. <laughs> you had so many incredible looks. Thank what is your you. collaboration process with designers? Um, I think I've got such an extensive Pinterest board. Mm -hmm. So there's so many things that I've got pinned on there that I just see and I'm like, oh my God, that would be so good for inspiration on like a little tiny cutout in this place. But then there's another one around that's like, that would be so good in this color. So it's like loads of different aesthetics and loads of different designers that I'm like inspired by or just like random things. And I just sort of like compile them all together to make a sminty look. And then I just say to the designer, hey, can you do this if it's actually physically humanly possible? And they're just like, I'll try. <laughs> now, obviously, your twerk uh, during your elimination was iconic. Yes. Where did it come from? 
Um, I was just so stricken with panic that when I, I was like, so I had so many emotions coming over me. I was like, oh my God, I can't think of anything to say. I wasn't expected to go home this early and I was crying so much and I couldn't breathe. So I just walked to the back of the stage and I just didn't even speak. I just started letting my body work. I was like, my legs started going down. I was like, oh, we're doing this. And then I just walked off. <laughs> What's next for Sminty? Um, what's next for Sminty? I've signed with Storm Model Management. Congratulations. Um, so there's loads of modeling things coming up soon. I've got loads of photo shoots and runways and fashion weeks and stuff coming up. Um, I'm going on tour. I'm doing the mode tour in mm. February. It might not be February now, but I'm doing the mode tour. And then I think I'm doing Sydney Pride in February. Amazing. That's so much fun. So I'm really excited. I'm going global. I think I went to the US at some point as well. Well, it's all pl- over the place please. That's where I'm from, so hopefully we'll yes. get to see you in New York. Uh, 100%. I have to link up, have a drink. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, and it's an honor, and congrats on all your success. Thank you so much for having me. here with two of my absolute favorites, Keta Minaj, My Little Pony. How are you? Excited to be here. Definitely. What is it like to be here at DragCon and having all of the international franchises together for a big convention? Well, we were talking about it before, actually, that it's very funny because we're all in the same hotel. <laughs> and of course, everybody's out of drag, so mm-hmm. we're, uh, we don't know who's who, which is a very funny yeah. situation. Both of us are like, uh, hi, I'm Boris, or my, 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 own, mm-hmm. my own name. And then you have to also introduce yourself as a queen because otherwise nobody recognizes each other. Yeah. So that's very, very funny actually. Yeah, and they're like, oh, and then I'm saying like, I'm it's like, oh my God, I didn't recognize yeah. you. <laughs> and like, it, it's, it's, it's so weird to see people out of drag. Like yeah, it's, it's I, such a, for me, that's the best part till now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When I was at, I happened to be at the same hotel as well, mm. and you open up Grinder, and it's like, oh, yeah, there's yeah, every yeah. cast that's member. That's so funny. I think our hotel changed into like a cruising hotel <laughs> slash <laughs> drag <laughs> tip. Yeah, it's, 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 it's so funny. No, but it's also fun to, uh, yeah, because of course, before Drag Race came to, the, to Holland, mm. we of course watched also all the other American seasons, mm. so to now have people in front of you yeah, yeah to meet them it's, it's really big. sometimes you're a bit starstruck as well yeah. i mean i'm a little starstruck i'm not gonna lie i mean drag race Holland, <laughs> amazing series thank and the you. two of you slayed um fan favorites thank you what was it like to be friends and former partners outside the show and then come in competing against each other Ooh. yeah it, it, it was actually nice like i i think um before we started we were like okay we're gonna do this mm. and we're gonna give our best and uh yeah, we're gonna see so for me it was a bummer of course for me actually it, w- it would have been perfect if i was in finale together with my my sister of course but um yeah we're battling like in real life now. <laughs> my tv when you were not put in the finale i mean the season before where there was four in the finale yeah yeah, yeah. Whatever, it's fine yeah. it's fine no but uh, it's uh because it, 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 it goes how it goes yeah so, that's yeah. true but it was very it was it's a i mean it's a one chance in a lifetime that you do something together like that so yeah. for us it was yeah, just another I think level on top of our uh, friendship. Yeah, like it, like like it, it, it had several layers. I mean, like because we started like as friends, then we became lovers, then we became friends again, and then we started like drag, mm-hmm. and then we were on drag as you know th- at the same time. So it was it, it was a very special uh, experience for me. Absolutely, I think yeah. the, they didn't show as much as like things happened there. I think, but it, yeah, it, it really showed like the connection that we have. Like I we love did that. some challenges yeah. together, you know. We put our like uh, yeah, our, our, our fun, funny bones, how do you say, <laughs> like in it. So for me, yes, I think Drag Race is more about like like being on the show and, and showing yourself than, than win it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think we both 
I agree. Um, I have had Skylar Versailles on my podcast before, oh, nice. um, recapping the show with me. Um, and she said Dragon Holland is unmatched. How would you describe drag in the Netherlands? I think it's. I think it's. Uh, it should be. Um, it should be shown even more than it than it has mm -hmm. has been uh, now because there's so many talented girls actually in Holland that are and you know that, that have the full package can sing and act, uh, which you don't per se see very come yeah. very much to the front yet. So sure. I think there's yeah. a very. Um, it's very yeah, diverse. It's very diverse yeah. and very talented girls yeah. out there definitely. I, 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 I don't think you can put a label on the Dragon Holland like, because we have. Glamour queens, you get conceptual queens, yeah. like yeah. there's fun for everybody. Yeah, so, yeah. So after Dragon, what's next for both of you? Ooh. What are you allowed to share? Well, we are busy uh, making an act together. Of course, we were already performing together, but we want to push it a bit further, like because I'm also a DJ. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so we want to combine it a bit, like like playing music and, and, and then integrate an act, yeah, make it a bit that. more theater-like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're still thinking about making a theater show also together. So that's something that we're trying to plan and see uh, if that can happen in uh, 2023. Right? Amazing. Yeah. Well, it's an honor chatting with you both. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you yeah. so much for having us. The shoes. Mm. I am here with Prince. How are you? I'm good. And the here, on, I said if they weren't here, I mean, how could you have Dragon without the of shoes? Course. I'm not for it. Might as well bring it, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, let's talk about it. Drag Race Philippines knockout show. Mm -hmm. What is it like being a part of that franchise? It was, it was crazy to be honest because I wasn't expecting that at all. Because, because out of the, all the girls, I think I'm the most amateur one to be mm -hmm. honest. So like, um, it was really fun. I was there for a minute. Um, so I can't say much, but yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was good. All the perks being uh, a part of the Drag Race family is fun. So. It, what was really interesting for viewers is how connected you all were outside mm. of the show. Because mm. we've never really seen that on Drag Race before. Mm -hmm. So we're, it felt even like more personal. Yeah, we're like a whole big family. Like we're, yeah. we're all really close. Because the Philippines is very small. Mm -hmm. And the drag community is small as well. So that's the thing. And we all love each other technically. But we, there's a little bit of shade and a lot of drama here and there, but then at the end of the day, we're like a, a family, so absolutely we're really close to each other. Now, Draggers Philippines is the first um, franchise to officially have uh, an Untucked internationally. What was that like? Um, it was crazy because oh, well, the Philippines has a lot of drama to mm -hmm. begin with, mm -hmm. so I think we deserve that. Mm -hmm. And hopefully it, it, it happens to all the other franchises because I think... You only um, get half the story. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's a lot more to show, more than what they see in the episodes. So I think it's really fun that they have it on top. And it's the first one. One thing that I noticed while watching these untucks, I don't remember if it was in the first one, but they, as the episodes went on, there was food given to you all. Oh, yeah, because in the Philippines, that's a thing. When you drink, there's a, there's a food right beside There was us. food during all these fights, mm -hmm. and it's like, all right, mm -hmm. you literally are eating popcorn mm -hmm. as fights are happening. It's very oily. Those are fried foods, but yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a common thing in the Philippines that we have when you drink. How would you so. describe drag in the Philippines? Dra drama. Mm -hmm. Drama. A lot of girls are petty in the Philippines. So, yeah, that. <laughs> was, was there any guest judge that you wish you got to meet? Oh, wow. A guest judge. I'm actually expecting a lot of like Filipino icons like Manny Pacquiao mm -hmm. or even um, Jake Zyros, who was Cherise Pampenko before. Mm. Um, who else? Miss Leia Salonga, who, uh, who does a lot of musicals. Yep. 
and also who else? Uh, maybe RuPaul or hey, Michelle Visage. Why not? Right? It would be great. Having Jiggly on the panel, did she give you advice on what to, what's going to come next in the being a uh, girl? Well, well, actually, what's funny about Jiggly is that she's very. She's very shady in the show, mm -hmm. but then also she was like a big sister to us. She was, she, she, we call her Ate. Yeah. And she's always been checking on uh, checking on us and everything. Even going here to DragCon, she's been very um, helpful. So like, um, yeah, it's fun. And lastly, I know you weren't a part of it, but Pop Off Ate. Mm -hmm. It's a global phenomenon. Global phenomenon. Mm -hmm. If you had to pick which group you would have been a part of, uh -huh. which one would you have wanted it's to be It's definitely the, the Flex Bomb, because my sisters Marina and Eva are there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but I wasn't there, so... Okay. Well, you, <laughs> I you got to perform like, the ends of it in some uh, performances uh, mm -hmm. since the show. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, it's it, yeah. it's an incredible song, and mm -hmm. Drag Race Philippines, anyone who doesn't watch it needs to watch it. It's They brilliant. have to, it's crazy. The, the episodes are long, but it's worth it. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for chatting. Thank you. I'm here with a fabulous Crystal. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? It's good to see you because we met at DragCon New York when this was announced. Yeah. What is it like to now be here at DragCon UK all these years later? It's great. It just feels like, yeah, the ride just keeps on going and I keep waiting for it to all run out of steam, but I'm loving it. Yeah, I. so during that weekend I got to see you perform at Bushwig. Um, oh my god, it was one of the best performances I've oh, ever thank seen. thank you so much. That what was is, so fun. What is it like to perform at an event like that? It's like, it's my life, baby. It's my 9 to 5. Yeah, I don't know. That was a really special gig because there were, it was obviously such a packed crowd and it was so electric. But, you know, you get those gigs every now and then and it's, it's always really special. I can't wait to perform here at DragCon tomorrow. What can we... To know about your performance tomorrow. Uh, obviously, safe sex. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, so obviously, you've had amazing success with Call Me Mother. For those who have not watched it, how would you describe the show? It is like The Voice meets Drag Race, and it's very focused on artist development, and it's got a lot of heart. I love that. Yeah. Um, what can the viewers expect to see? Um, I think what's exciting about Call Me Mother is that see a lot of artists at the beginning of their drag journey so they're not as polished they haven't got it all figured out and you really get to watch them kind of learn and grow from different mentors I love that so we're here with all the international franchises anyone you're excited to meet I mean Abby oh my god but out of drag sure that's fine that's totally fine Woo! Um, yeah it's been oh it's been amazing to see all the queens come together here what's next for Crystal well, I've got season three of my podcast coming out. Uh, Congratulations. That made me queer, and it is out on Thursday, so have a listen. Amazing. Thank you so much for Thank chatting, you. and good seeing you yeah, again. you too. I am here with the sensational Veronica Green. How are you? Hi, I'm very well. Thank you. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of like dying in here because it's only, my feet were killing after five minutes. My hips hurt. Mm -hmm. My head hurts. It's drag. But I'm having the best time. I, this is my first time in London. What advice do you have for me? What do I have to do before I leave? Um, oh, see, I'm not all... When you ask me what advice do you have for me being in London, I'm not thinking of sightseeing. I'm thinking of 
memorizing the tube systems and, <laughs> and knowing which carriages to get on where you get a seat. <laughs> Believe me, I'm from New York. It's near impossible. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, you are a theater queen. Are there any roles that Veronica needs to play? Oh my God, I'd love to play Audrey in Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love to play Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors as well. Um, I, I'd love to do... Oh my god, there's, there's just so many. I, I, I don't think I'm old enough yet, but my horrible and wicked mm-hmm. would be amazing. Or if it wasn't in drag, I've always wanted to be bot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think that there's so much opportunity for drag in theatre nowadays. Take a look at what Jinx is doing right now as the first mm-hmm. Absolutely. queen playing Major Mama Norton. Vinegar Strokes also, the first uh, black man to play uh, Lady Bracknell in the importance of being earnest right. of professional toy production. So I think that there's a, a lot of opportunities and I, yeah, the Rouge as well, that's another musical. Yeah, I could go on yeah. all day. I want to be in Blood Brothers, I want to be in every every kind of musical, like, yeah, because that's my, that's my bread and butter and that yeah. was my life before drag. It's just a case of adjusting which role would suit a drag role more. Absolutely. I mean, I the first time I ever saw you perform was when I was on YouTube and found the 100. Oh, and I was yes. like, okay, that's a voice. And then all of a sudden you're on Drag Race. It's like, okay, this makes sense. What is it about singing in drag that is so important between the live theater and the drag marriage? Oh, well, live singing in theater, sorry, live singing in drag in this country is a huge deal. Right so many queens sing live and it's a really really important part of being able to connect with an audience really because a, a lot of a lot of uk drag is based on audience participation or or that connection with entertaining an audience and not just doing it for yourself um and, and i think it's really really important to to have that connection with an audience absolutely what's next for veronica oh there's all sorts next I've, so I've got I've got a couple of little little shows coming up, but I've I've got um, a one-person show that I developed last year that I'd love to get to the Edinburgh Fringe this year. Amazing. Um, whether or not I can get it show ready in time or not is another matter. I might, that might have to that might have to like go next year. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to get in the, the music studio and write an album. I've also got a TV show that I'm currently writing to pitch for. So lots of ideas that I want to put into action. Last year it was about ideas. This year it's about doing something about it. I love that. Well, thank you so much for chatting, and it's an honor to meet you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I am here with one of my absolute favorite people on the planet, Nikki Doll. How are you? I'm good. How are you, my love? I am doing so well. Before the season started, we talked at DragCon LA. Yep. And you said it was going to be great. And I was like, okay, it's going to be great. Yeah. You didn't lie. Yeah. It's, you know, I think that when... It's funny that you mentioned this because last DragCon, a lot of people were still kind of like questioning the idea of me being a host or questioning the idea of having a French franchise. And now I realize at DragCon UK, almost a year after, that the reception of it has been so incredible yeah. that I feel just proud 
as a host, as a, as a queen, mm -hmm. too, that I prove myself, but also that my girls have been received really well on an international platform and, and showcasing national drag from my little French yeah. self to the world. And also, I'm finally not the only fucking French queen in the room, you know? It feels it's true. Good, so, very happy. Um, your cast was exceptional. You had a hard job no, no, to eliminate no. anybody. Oh, my God. When I was watching the talent show, I said, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And now I have to choose. I just wanted to become a judge and not the host anymore. I said, yeah. please take the power away. Yeah, but it was it was so beautiful to watch. There was so much fashion mm -hmm. and French culture. Yeah. Um, it was. I really, really loved it. Thank you. Um, now, as far as host, the listeners of Block Talk yeah. have decided that you have won the best host I of saw. 2022. I felt when I when I got tagged on this post, I was like, oh my god, and I thought that that was your personal choice. No, no, no. But then it's you the told listeners. me, no, 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 it's the listeners. So. I love you. My phone number is 978. Yep, sorry. <laughs> so congratulations. You've won a coveted Rublox Talk badge. Oh my god. I finally won something related to drag. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Wear it with pride. Thank you. I will do my best. <laughs> now, you've gotten to tour with the cast. Yes. What has that been like to um, be the host and then get to be a little more intimate and personal with the cast? So. The thing is that the tour has been amazing because I, I got to know the girls on a more personal level. I was able to remove the hat of the host and really get close as a queen. But honestly, the biggest achievement of this tour is that we were able to really connect with friends. And if you guys in the UK or in the US have had representation for years through drag, this is something very new in my country. And when we were going in like some cities that do not have a lot of queer representation and seeing that we were received as rock stars, literally rock stars, like I was always like crying every night. I was also drunk because you need a lot of drink to like host three hour show. But it just felt like I, I, I finally just occurred to me that we were changing things and we were changing mindsets and we were bringing generations of people that come from a very different background together through the art of drag and drag was finally recognized as an art form. Absolutely. And that's to me was the most beautiful, not only achievement of my career, but also gift to the season one cast because they get to be that enabler, you know? Yeah. And every season after that, hopefully they can do as good, but always remember that season one has been the one crew of ARMY that has done it. You know? Now, for me, I think the most iconic best lip sync from this season was Lil Bibberta and Lily uh, Bonet. Me, I lost my bottom lash. Yeah, yeah <laughs> literally. Um, what was it like watching that performance? It, was, it was it was heartbreaking, but at the same time the most poetic thing I've ever seen. And uh, and what I loved is, in a in a matter of one lip sync, you got to see what drag is all about. Mm -hmm. It can be a competition. You can compare yourself with another queen. Sometimes there's a lot at stake, but ultimately we are a sorority. And seeing these two performers trying to stay in a competition, and then just dropping the weapons and just sitting together and and hugging. I mean, we had Raven and Jujubee, but that was way yeah. more impactful. And she I love both your head. of Girl. She shaved your head. And what you didn't see on the show, you didn't hear the sound of the electric razor. When she took it out, and then I started to hear that Philips green thing being like, I, I was like shivering. It was insane. It was beautiful. Now you had some incredible looks. Who were some of um, your favorite collaborators from your first season? You know, I, I'm a very loyal queen. Usually when I find a team, I stick to it because it takes a lot of time to have 
to translate your mind and your creativity to someone else. So I do a lot of uh, things with a, a queen that her name is Kelly Rocha mm -hmm. from Italy, and yes. she did most of my looks, and uh, and I'm incredibly happy and proud. And she's someone that was self-taught. She's a queen that really has never done any study in fashion. So I, I relate to that, and I love that she gets to have that platform. And now she's so busy that the bitch tells me, "Sorry, I can't do a thing." Well, she remember who. Put you on the map. <laughs> she designed for a bunch of the Italian queens this season. Well, she, not only the Italian queens, and but she also did the host. Yeah. Uh, she's a, she's a, amazing and very humble, which I love. Tonight is the premiere of season 15. Yes. Any advice to your new sisters? Um, I think that what they need to know is uh, mental health is incredibly important. And you always have to, in order for you to be able to give, you need to make sure that you're listening to your own self. Uh, also, being kind is cool you don't have to always serve conti and all of this to be famous uh so yeah just try to remember that you need uh longevity now you you know i always see drag race as like a jump in the air and then before you go back on on earth you need to be able to have pull some stunt for people to you know to, to grab an audience and some of these girls sometimes they don't don't really have a business plan so think of your career through and through and just Enjoy, this is your moment. Amazing. Congratulations on your success. Thank I love you, you so much. much. And congrats on the success of Blog Talk, honey. Thank you. This is a podcast that everybody listens to, and even the queens. And when we get a title that you know flatters us, we take it with grace, and I'm going to wear this with pride. Thank you. <laughs>Drag Race France was a massive success. What is it like now being part of the franchise? Actually, you know what? I was at Dragon UK 2020 mm -hmm. as a guest, and now Dragon UK 2023 as a drag queen, which is quite fabulous. So many things happened between, and I'm so glad to be able to represent France. And we, d we did a good job, and I'm really glad that everybody saw it. And you know, we did a tour in France, so mm -hmm. see a lot of French telling us that it was a good season, but now being here and see like Spanish people, USA people, UK people telling us that's a very good season. That's amazing. Yeah, I so I recap every single franchise, every single episode, yeah. all 105 this year, and Drag Race France just unmatched. It was lovely. Yeah. You week after week served looks. What is, what is your collaboration process like? Who are some of your favorite collaborators? Yeah, so I love creating looks because to me creating looks is totally, it's a talent because you have to think about uh, everything, every details, the team, the, I love it so much. And basically I always grab some stuff from my childhood that I like, put it, it mix it with own fashion things, draw everything, everything I want to was while draw, was drawing draw by me and actually I work with many French art wigs and things and my goal was basically I knew like everybody will watch it but not everybody will be able to understand it as there is USA people, UK people and things so I was like if I look absolutely stunning everybody will at least watch that. Absolutely. What's next for Cam? 
what's next? So basically, Dracon was a really huge preparation, as you can tell. But now we're still going on tour in February, so that's very, very good. good. A huge tour in France, and then there's some secrets coming about a new tour and new things coming. But, I hope yeah. it's gonna come to New York. I hope to see you in New York. Well, tell Nikido I love her so much, and she she tell me just to come to her house. So maybe one there day we come. Yeah, Let's make I it never happen. been. I just have been to the West uh, Coast, so I would love to see what New York looks we like. We would love to have you, but not in winter. Yeah, correct. You gotta <laughs> spring. Spring's a big time. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for chatting. It's an honor to meet you. Thank you so much, guys. Love you. I am here with the legend, Pangina Heels. How are you? I am doing lovely. All the way from Thailand, it's Pangina Heels. All right. So your booth. Yeah. What happened? What do you mean? What happened? It looks amazing. But there's police tape, there's blood, what happened? You know, I feel like lots of people have said that, you know, she's been robbed. I feel like I just want to make sure that people know that I know, that they know. So now we know. Well, I, I'm here to tell you that we do know because on my podcast, we do something called the Block Talk and Drag Race End of the Year's Awards. Yeah. For all the seasons that air, all 11 of them. Okay. And the listeners vote. Yeah. And you're the winner of three categories. What are the categories? Biggest Crush. Oh, that's sweet. And then? Most Iconic Lip Sync with Janie. Not surprised. And Most Shocking Elimination. Uh. But <laughs> you get a coveted Rue Block Talk badge. Oh my god, thank you. I've never won anything in my entire life. So it's yours to own forever. Isn't there supposed to be three because I won three prizes? You want three? I'll give you three. I have a second. I have a, uh, another pin. I'll give you a second pin. I love that. This is so sweet. Thank you so much. And thank you of to course. all the listeners at Block Talk because I, it means the world that, you know, you like me, you see the fact that my pain can be converted into pleasure. I know my crying is just like a nightingale's voice. So we chatted at DragCon LA. Yes. You have now since toured with the cast. You're going on a tour of the UK. Uh-huh. What's it like being an international superstar? I feel like it's so crazy the fact that people pay me money to do what I love. Not a lot of people in the world gets to do that and just meeting the fans and um, continue for me to experiment on what I consider my passion is still, I'm in, still, it's in disbelief and just so honored to be able to do this, just not in my country but all over the world. And speaking of all over the world, tongue-tied. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> what? is the, your favorite Thai dish? Gang Kwa Hai Kom. Alright. Where can I, I get know what it? that where, is. Where, where, can, where can I get it? Where can I find it? In Thailand. Alright, I'm gonna come visit. Well, come. Come visit. Okay. But no, the series is so funny. Thank it's you. so good. Thank um, you. Spicy food. Watching people eat spicy food. It's good shit. It's good shit. Your shit will be good. <laughs> well, thank you so thank much you. for chatting. You are an icon. Thank and you. Congratulations darling. on your wins. Thank you for my award. And you can listen here at Block Talk. Follow us on Instagram at Block Talk. Oh no, Michael Block Talk. Uh, Shouldn't you know on, this? Uh, also on TikTok now. It's 2023. I had uh-huh. to be. I had to keep up with the Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Thank you once Thank again. I am here with the gorgeous Charlotte. How are you? Hi, I'm dying. It's been a long day one, hasn't it? It has been a long day one. And there's having fun. Yeah, absolutely. 
So this is my first time in the UK. Lovely. Well, what do I need to do before I leave? Um, apparently you need to try fish and chips, squishy peas, and go on a bus. Alright, I can do that, I can do that. Yeah. So, on my podcast, <laughs> um, we do something called the Block Talk Drag Race End of the Year Awards, uh-huh. where I, because I watch all the franchises, yeah. and the listeners vote on certain categories, and I am proud to tell you that you won Best Promo Look. Oh, thank you. So you get a coveted Rue Block Talk badge. Oh, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Congratulations. The thing ever. Um, <laughs> Oh, your know. looks are out of this world. Thank you so much. What is your collaboration process like? How do you come up with your designs and work um, with your designers? It completely depends. Like, yeah, I've just recently done a look that was literally, I saw a goldfish in a, mm-hmm. a tank and it had this really cool pattern on it. And I did a whole look inspired by that. Or like, I'm inspired by things in my favorite movies, or like old Hollywood glamour and all of my like you have a lot of old Hollywood inspirations. Where where did that come from? Um, I kind of just grew up admiring glamorous women, and I always, always, always loved like fairy tales and fantasy movies. And I've been drawing and painting for as long as I can remember. And drag kind of just became my new medium and like my escape into all of those things that I loved so much as a child. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and I want to give a shout out to our close friend, Maddie Parks. Yes, um, Lord Maddie Parks. The collaborations between those photos with you two, it's amazing. Thank you so much. And you put them in drag. I did. I did. Gorgeous. That was so, so we finished and then I like sat back while he was filming it. And it was just the strangest feeling because he just completely changed like the whole Is he officially your drag daughter? One day, maybe. Well, it has been a pleasure and an honor speaking with you. Thanks so much for chatting. Thank you so much for having me. I am here with Diamante Mary Brown. How are you? I'm doing great. This is a very, very, very exciting. And I'm extremely happy to be here, so yeah. I've never been to Europe before. Really? Yeah. How, how do you like it so far? So far, so good. I haven't really been able to explore, but it's a, it's, it's fun. I mean, this is enough for tonight. Yeah, this is enough. <laughs> well, welcome to DragCon. Thank you. You are here with your sisters. Yes. Drag Race España is such an amazing franchise. Thank you so much. I'm um, very happy. I'm, I'm very proud of being part of, of, being part of that production, because I do think that is one of the... Yeah. Because at least from my point of view. Absolutely, and had one of the, if not the best, talent shows in franchise history. I mean, it will sound bad for me to say it, but... I can say it. It was. It was incredible. You say it, then I agree with you. (laughs) What is it like getting to meet all the franchises? It's crazy, because some of these queens I'm meeting now are the queens that I started watching Drag Race with. So to be in the same room as they are, but at the same time, it's like, again, I feel very proud of myself of getting to this point and being here with all of them is just sometimes even a little bit overwhelming yeah. but but yeah I'm, I'm just very happy and excited to be here is there anyone you're excited to meet uh, a puppy poison of course absolutely <laughs> no, not really uh, no I'm, I was very shocked to meet uh, Jinx because mm-hmm. I, I mean season 5 was just 
incredible. Yeah. And I I watched it was one of the first seasons that I watched. So um, yeah, meeting her was just incredible. Also Raja Ohara, I really love her. Jada is as whole Haiti. Um, I I could all go the, on all and the on American on. queens. Yes, because it's the season that I started like. I, I know drag thanks to the show, and I started with the American season, and also from France, Lolita Banana. I of course, she's come a couple times to Madrid, and we hang out. So being here with her as well is is crazy. And and we had a nice crossover with Teresa. Yes, uh, on the episode that I was eliminated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but it's it's still, still I love her. Every time she's, she comes to Madrid, we hang out a bit. And we also released a single not long ago in November together uh, called Pollo Frito, streaming on Spotify. Um, <laughs> and, and speaking of tomorrow, your sisters and Therese will be doing a show. Yeah, and I, I'll be joining them as well, so that, that will be nuts. I'm, I'm very excited because for me it's possibly my only chance to see all the queens from Espana together. It's gonna be crazy. So get ready for a very, very good show because I don't know about everything else, but we do know how to put on a show. I'm excited. What's next for the Amante? I don't know. I don't have a clue because we just finished the tour from mm-hmm. the season. Uh, we did 97 shows. We wow. did seven months in a row. So I, we finished that and then I focused on DragCon and here we are. So after we finish, I do have a couple of projects in my in my mind, but I have to finish this first. Sounds like you need a vacation. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I don't want vacation. I want to keep on working and working and do as many gigs as I can, uh, participate in as many projects as I can. I will, I will, I will have a break when I die. I, I need to work. If not, I'm not alive. Well, hopefully we will have you at one of the drag cons in America soon. Uh, I mean, I'm down. Come in. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for chatting. Thank you. Be nice. Be lovely. I'm here with the fabulous River Medway. How are you? Hello, I'm fabulous. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. This is my first time in London, first time in UK and Europe. Just go to Dragcon and spend this money. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, so I brought my plushie with me because this is one of the most iconic looks the show has ever had. What is it like knowing that everyone wears a cone on their head now? It's very strange, to be honest. I don't think I'll ever get used to it. No. Yeah. It was it was definitely a moment, and um, hey, if, if it's a meme, you, you got to own it. Oh, they love it. It got me loads of attention from the first episode, so... What is it like being here with all the fans and getting to meet all of the international queens? Oh, it's been so much fun. Everyone I've met has been so nice, and I love meeting all the other queens as well. Really Anyone nice. who is exciting to meet the most? Oh, I don't know, actually. A lot, a lot of people I've met already, mm-hmm. so it's been nice to sort of just spend time with sort of everyone. It's been yeah. really, really nice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a really welcoming community here. Um, what advice would you have for future Drag Race contestants? Uh, do what you want and have fun with it. Don't try and be anything but yourself. I love that. What's next for River? Oh, I would love to do a full length Hannah Montana Miley Cyrus live stage show. I'm here for it. Yeah. Bring it to New I've York. I'll watch. I've I mean, you got you, you do it. So. It's the branding's there. Yeah, I'm here to watch it. Thank you so much That's for chatting. Okay. It's amazing to meet you. Lovely to meet you too. Top of the morning. I'm here with Jombers Blonde. How are you? Ah, what about you, love? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, congratulations on an amazing season. Oh. Sure was. Yeah. Uh, this is my first time in the UK. 
No way. Uh, it, yeah, I'm very excited to be here. Welcome. I'm from New York. Um, what do I need to do before I leave? Um, uh, have you done fish and chips yet? Not uh, yet. Not yet. That is on the on the line. Do shit in the street. Uh. Not yet. <laughs> um, I I would just get really drunk. We love right. to get drunk here. I'm here for that. Yeah. So, an amazing season, and you had fashion, 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 fashion. Where do you get your inspiration from? I get it from a lot. I uh, I mean, I get it from the women in my life as well. Um, I, I am very, uh, I love fashion magazines and I work for two very amazing, amazing three amazing women in fashion stylists um, and creative directors. And I just, I've always loved uh, mixing uh, different things and mixing colors and uh, finding shapes and things that were obtuse and putting them together with things that shouldn't be there. Um, I, I find beauty in, um, I find beauty in horror, which I think a lot of fashion people do. Um, and I just, uh, I don't know. I, it's one of those things, isn't it? I think like fashion being to, sure. And I was just born that way that, that I that I always absorb uh, fabrics. I love fabrics. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a favorite look from the season? Of mine? Yeah. Um. Uh, probably. Uh, uh, well, I actually love my singing in the rain, my musicals look. That yes. was my favorite. Yeah. Uh, and I loved my ruffles, obviously. But my favorite was my, that was, I felt like, because I, I got that they, under, that they said, you know, that now that was an episode to do like a replica look. I don't really do replica looks. So, um, apart from, I did a Marilyn, but I done it my way. Um, but for that, I was like, I wanted to do something different that wasn't a replica, sure. you know, try to like think outside the box, uh, so, yeah, but that, you know. Your ruffles look is my favorite. It's oh, stunning. thanks. The color uh, is just, you know, just it, it's good. And you know what I learned? That a Taurus um, uh, lucky colors are white and green. Isn't that Whoa, wild? That's uh, crazy. There you go. So what's next for John Bruce? Well, I've got tours. We're, I'm going to Australia with Danny, Cheddar and Peppa. Amazing. And then I come back and straight into the UK tour with the season four sisters. Hopefully you'll make a trip to America soon as I well. really want to. A good few Americans have said that they really want me to come. So I'm putting it out there. Somebody book me, like we'll make this American tour happen. Yes. Thank you so much for My chatting. My pleasure. Thank you so much for you. chatting to me. I'm here with the 16th Doctor, Tia Coffee. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Congrats on uh, finishing day one of DragCon. Thank you. Congrats to you too. Thank we you. We made it. We, we made, made it. We made it, Joe, to quote Kamala Harris. No, so, that's we did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. We yeah, did it, Joe. Uh, so, last I spoke to you at DragCon LA, um, we have a new Doctor and a new companion. We do. Are you excited? I'm very excited. I can't wait to see it. David Tennant's coming back first. Mm -hmm, of course, of course. And then we're getting shooty. And then we're getting Ruby Sunday, who I'm suspicious of, but we'll see. <laughs> um, I love your look. It is brilliant. I had to talk to you today because this is so good. Thank you. I'm giving you, like, sexy David Tennant. I'm here for it. Nerves, complete with a platform converse that I'm still wearing even at the end of the day. That's commitment. I love it. Um, so, you obviously were on The Weakest Link, paying homage to Mama Room. Shaka Khan. Brilliant. Thank you. Brilliant. Well, why did you do it? Why did you make us all live that memory again? Um, because it's stupid. It is. Um, I genuinely did it because I thought, I was like, I'm going to find this really funny. I'm going on The Weakest Thing. The funniest thing ever to happen on The Weakest Thing is RuPaul saying Shaka Khan. So I'm going to dress as RuPaul, and then I'm going to say Shaka Khan. And like, I got there, and everyone found it funny. And I was like, I kind of just did this for me, but Slay, that you all enjoyed it as well. 
Listen, Miss Mandy's saying I'm ready for bed, get me hurt. <laughs> it's She's true. She's saying, like, I'm listening to this, but actually, can you finish? Now, I want to, one important thing, you have released some incredible music this year. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Do you know my favorite, sorry, before you yeah, go, go on, when I said I agree, you know that clip where someone's like, so you're Beyonce, and she goes, thank you. <laughs> yes. I've always wanted to do something like that. There, day, it there it is, there it is. But no, the music is great. Obviously, you had that one in your music video, but it was incredible. Yeah, I mean, there's one person on this earth who didn't enjoy that very much. Oh, um, well. But, <laughs> 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 Shout out if you're listening. Miss Girl. Uh, <laughs> Miss Girl. Um, yes, no, it's been an amazing year. I've like released more music than I thought I would. Um, not that I'm churning it out, but I just like had more opportunity to like work yeah. on stuff. And like next year, there's going to be like even bigger, even better. I can't wait. Music that's coming. So get ready. And you drag on? I'm having a great drag con. Did you rhinestone this yourself? Of course I did. Did you actually? I did. Slay. Yeah, absolutely. Even the letters. Absolutely. That's very slay. Thanks. I had last LA was just a t-shirt. I had to go bigger this year. Yeah, absolutely. But it was. Either you're very talented, or you've got too much time on your hands. That or one. Both. <laughs> both. But it's so great to see you, and so I'm so well. glad you made the TARDIS come to DragCon. Thank you. Someone had to. Why not me? Vote Tia Coffee for president. I panicked. And that was our journey through day one of DragCon UK 2023. Get ready for parts two and three coming your way soon. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And be sure to visit our friends over at Daftboy at daftboy.com and use Block Talk 15 for 15% off your purchase on Clack Fans Festival Wear and more. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.